Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. Yo. How's it going, man? All right. Hello. Hey. Hey, what's up? Um, not much. Uh, just was playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the NES. Yeah. Oh, nice. oh the uh, the tough one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, just... I never had that one. I had a Turtles in Time. Oh, that's the best one. Yeah, I got that Cowabunga collection that came out like today. Oh, nice. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, I remember playing on the NES a lot. Like I. I got to the Technodrome a bunch of times, but I, could, I don't think I ever really got past that. I'm not sure how far along that is in the game, probably near near the end, but that, that was always the furthest I ever got. I don't know how anybody did it back in the day. Like, I'm rewinding and stuff, and it's still hard. Uh, all I remember is with, like, the uh, the seaweed part, you just go through as fast as you can. That's the only way yeah. you can, like, do it is just <laughs> go through as fast as you can. You still got to time it so you don't get, like, caught up in the little traps or whatever. And then it's like, all right, I'm down to one bar. Now I just need to find a piece of pizza as soon as possible. Yep. Yeah. Like, uh, go through the water levels on Mario? Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs>
pictures of 48 hours, Universal Pictures presents Michael Paré, Diane Lane, Rick Moranis, and Amy Madigan in a Walter Hill film, Streets of Fire. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing Sexy Sing in September. What? With 1984's Streets of Fire. <laughs> Not a song in this movie. <laughs> oh, oh, streets on fire. Yeah. That one might be. No. Um, <laughs> okay. I hate that song. We're we not alone for this one. What? Yes, we have the one, the only, the Michael Backford. Welcome. Hello, hello. hello Uh, we need a music expert for this one because man i right out the gate i'll let you know i kind of like this movie (laughs) this is my this is my kind of musical (laughs) (laughs) dancing around and you know snap snapping fingers talking about fighting no 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 (laughs) this is basically the warriors with a soundtrack (laughs) like like is this a musical or is this a movie with a banging soundtrack? Uh, it's it's uh, was it a rock and roll fable. A rock and roll fable. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, Mike, was this your first time watching this movie? Uh, yes, it was. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I, I, I figured you had seen this one before because it has such a banging soundtrack and everything, but nice. Uh, babe, how about you? Uh, first time I could, I like, I don't know i knew what i was watching like there are definitely scenes where i'm like oh i think i've seen this but i think this first time like i saw it all the way through end to end okay because I, I, I think i watched it with you but it was like years ago maybe maybe yeah but, yeah yeah okay. oh, i love yeah. it no you're right yeah we watched it yeah when you look back at the presidio right yeah yeah like yeah seven eight years okay. ago oh but babe i don't know about you i'm a little thirsty oh i'm a little sober oh uh, Michael, are you drinking anything on your end? I am drinking Helen Keller's Wawa, otherwise known as Water H two O. Wawa, yes, yes, Water <laughs> Helen. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, on our end, we have from Einstock Brewing, an Icelandic wee heavy. And uh, if you're hearing the ringing of bells in the background, ow. Uh, that is our new puppy, Sushi. Oh, uh, wants to go out. We taught him a new trick. Hey, you want to go outside? Ring a bell. So now he does it every five <laughs> minutes, whether it's for peeing or not or whatever. Can't wait till it's cold outside. He doesn't want to go out. <laughs> yeah. I'll get used to going out like every minute or so. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, but, but, but here, here's the, here's the only reason it doesn't work. It's like, oh yeah, we'll let you go outside. He has to have one of us out there with him. Otherwise, he's just like scratching on the door, like, oh, oh no, oh no, are they okay? He has uh, some pretty bad separation anxiety going on right now. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll break him. I was kidding. <laughs> you must break him. That's right. You make him strong, strong like Russian dog. <laughs> Sorry, it's apparently puppy playtime. So it was, I was going to load up the snuffle ball, but he just took it away from me. Yeah, well, <laughs> really is a point when there's no treats in there. Oh, well. <laughs> just a second. Sorry. I'm going to hide a bunch of treats inside his snuffle ball, which is 
basically. Hey, Sushi, come over here. Hey, hey, leave mommy alone for just a sec. Hey, 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 you, you. I'm snuffling. Come here, you silly boy. Snuffling, snuffling, what? Hey, let go. <laughs> hey, let go. Not yet. <laughs> Shut up, Steve. That's my snuffle. Oh, you're a good boy. Oh, you're a good boy. Yeah, you're a good boy. Pat me. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> he's basically like got his ear up against it. He's like, I'm not eating it. I'm not. Okay, I'm totally trying now. <laughs> All right. And we got distracted with treats and toys. So, <laughs> or, or now he's going right back. <laughs> It's your snuffle ball. Dummy, it's right there. Snuffle ball. And all over the floor. Okay. Right. <laughs> Everything I learned from puppies. Yes, yes. We have a six-month-old cattle dog mix, and he's very smart, and he's very sweet. But he's also a six-month-old cattle dog. Yeah, so Icelandic wee heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Scottish ale brewed with angelica root and smoked Icelandic barley. Uh, where's ABB on this? Well, it's a wee heavy, so it should be like six or seven. Right? Oh, here we go. Eight percent alcohol by volume, <laughs> even better. And uh, Mitop, it's not nice. And there we go. The poor. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful dark brown colored beer has an off-white creamy head very small <laughs> bubbles small bubbles make me happy. Oh. Mm, yeah it smells smells sort of like bourbon oh yeah and dog treats oh nope that's my hand <laughs> <laughs> don't dip your finger in it now <laughs> yeah wow yeah malt forward but yeah just nice uh like roasted and yeah, roasty yeah. little. Uh, I said it's like like almost like scotch. Yeah, just, just nice earthy kind of. Mm, ah, delightful. Love it, guys. If you can get yourself some Einstock, it's one of our favorite beers from Iceland. Mm -hmm. Ah, so Streets of Fire mm, from direct writer director Walter Hill. Who's he, Steve? Oh, he's a badass. Uh, he wrote it. Well, I guess he directed The Warriors, Forty Eight Hours. This, Brewster's Millions, Red Heat, Johnny Handsome, Another 48 Hours, Geronimo, an American Legend, Wild Bill, Last Man Standing. Yes, the Bruce Willis Christopher Walken one. Because oh. there's a lot of movies with that name I found out. Undisputed, the uh, was it Wesley Snipes, Ving Rhames prison boxing movie. <laughs> and babe, I know you've seen this movie with me a couple of times. <gasps> Bullet to the head. Oh snap! I love that stupid fucking movie with Stallone <laughs> and Jason Momoa. That's, that's some range. Yeah, yeah. He, he he makes man movies, and but the one that stands out there to me, Rooster's Millions. Like, yeah, I guess Johnny Handsome. Too. Wait. Oh, I'm thinking Johnny Dangerously. No, no, yeah, that's right. Johnny Handsome's the uh, Mickey Rourke one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rooster's Millions. Just interesting comedy, just right in the middle of everything. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, right after this, where he did a musical, or, you know, I'm sorry, Rock and Roll Fable. I guess it's not a musical. <laughs> uh, but this was uh, written by Larry Gross. Who's he, Steve? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, a burp like coming out far. Uh, he's the writer of 48 Hours, this, Geronimo, uh, Chinese Box, 
and True Crime, the 1999 Clint Eastwood movie. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the cast. Oh man, the cast. <laughs> there are a lot of a lot of young faces in this movie. You'll know for years to come. Uh, we have Michael oh, Paré. Cast. <laughs> one of Uwe Boll's favorite actors, Michael Paré as Tom Cody. Diane Lane as Ellen Aim. Uh, Rick Moranis as Billy Fish. Willem Dafoe, baby-faced Willem Dafoe <laughs> as Raven Shattuck. I guess his last name is Shattuck. Oh. Bill Paxton as Clyde the Bartender. Ed Begley Jr. as Ben Gunn. I'm pre- was he that homeless guy that was in one scene? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, like I like barely out. recognized him until I like looked him up. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then the quartet starring as the Sorrells, we have Robert Townsend, Grandel Bush, McKelty Williamson, and Stoney Jackson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that kind of looks like Meteor Man and Bubba and <laughs> the star of Free, uh, Free Jack. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mike, Mike, how'd you, how'd you watch this movie? I watched it by renting it on YouTube. Nice. What was it? A couple bucks or like, like two or three or? Yeah, it's about like three bucks. Good deal. Nice. Uh, we are members of the Blood Bank through uh, the Bloody Bits Horror Show, yeah. and so we were able to watch it through there. Um, pretty good, pretty good version. Yeah, a decent yeah. resolution and everything. Yeah, right? yeah. Definitely. And uh, okay, something is going to pop up during this movie. When this movie starts off and it's like rolling the credits. I think it was the baseline to my Sharona. Like I kept waiting for right? the da 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 But uh yes, where we see you know it's a rock and roll fable, another time, another place. And uh we have uh I don't know, some concert venue, everybody's getting outside, they got their hair all quaffed up and everything. Yeah. Some cops rolling past, like, hey, maybe we should check out the show with I don't know. The, the real cop i guess is like no not today uh and we see uh manager rick moranis aka billy fish he's backstage and he's barking orders and this is probably the meanest i've seen rick moranis in a movie yeah yeah <laughs> he's just he's just like hey, hey get that taken care of that taken care of and she doesn't roll out of bed for less than 20 grand I don't know. <laughs> but uh the main feature of this concert is ellen aim Who's she, Steve? I don't know. Uh, she's played by Diane Lane. And Diane Lane's like 18 years old. So it's like, yeah. oh, oh my. <laughs> oh my. What a fetching creature. Uh, dog, are you okay? I think you found a bug to play with. Okay. <laughs> Get him, boy. <laughs> Get that motherfucker, boy. What are you doing? <laughs> Sushi. Sushi. Come here. It's only when we podcast. Right. Yeah. It's only when we podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Right. it's 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 all day. Sushi. Oh. Are, are you barking at a fox or something? What? No. He, so he moved my sandals out of the way. It's the corner of the hutch. Oh, it's gonna be another big fat fucking spider over there, isn't right. there? One moment. Uh sorry, mate. Just gonna oh. it's all right. The fuck is a snake doing in here? God damn it! All right, all right, hold on. Bring in stomping feet. Oh, okay, so I need a little stomping feet. All right, cool. Well, that's gonna be fun. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, luckily we're not going to be feeding the snake because there are snacks all throughout the house thrown on the ground for random reasons. Oh, fuck. Snakes don't eat dog food. I think snakes eat meat dog food. Wait. Yes, you found a snake. My life is complete. <laughs> Honestly, it's so small. I think it just came in through the fucking shitty... Uh... Yeah, the... Um... Uh, ceiling on the weather ceiling or the whatever. weather stripping on the door so yes there's a little snake in our house <laughs> fantastic uh speaking of snake <laughs> nice segue steve uh <laughs> to, uh billy fish uh, and then yeah ellen Ng come, Ng comes out they start the first musical number and uh it's going nowhere fast and i swear to god this song was made for meatloaf right it right. is kind of in a way <laughs> Because uh, frequent collaborator Jim Steinman wrote a couple of uh, songs for this. So if you're wondering why oh. this sounds like Meatloaf, there's your answer. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, that does make a lot of sense then. <laughs> Although, uh, one of my notes during this uh, this three or four minute opening concert scene or whatever, I have written down, he's definitely not playing that piano. <laughs> it's, it's like Miami Connection levels of like just slapping the keyboard and <laughs> seeing what happens um <laughs> but uh in the middle of this uh concert uh some <laughs> we see some bikers rolling up outside and they're led by babyface willem dafoe and they just kind of casually walk into the concert see him walk in and then basically they just bum rush the fucking stage and like knock out the band and the manager and double dragon lna throw her over the shoulder and run out with her <laughs> like there's there's like dozens of people were seen like thrown off stairs and shit like oh man where are the cops at <laughs> yeah what happens yeah it was like a bunch of windows oh that's right like as they're leaving they like start breaking a bunch of windows and like i don't know starting a riot or something in the street there's even a dude who's like dragged through the streets on a chain and shit like this is this is like <laughs> stone cold stuff like what's going on here <laughs> and i'm like what do you think about the scene uh pretty cool right okay <laughs> yeah all all kinds of stunts and stuff going on and then uh and then we cut to somebody on a typewriter i'm like wait hold on a minute <laughs> but we see uh see him typing out dear tom uh, something something come help and then uh on the next train we see a guy uh rolling up yeah he's just kind of a shadowy dude like never get a really good shot of his face or anything i don't think but then uh he goes to a diner <laughs> As I've written down, it's like a diner on a back lot, of, I think, because it's in a bunch of movies that we've seen. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, he orders a coffee and uh, just sitting it down at the end of the end of the bar. And uh, some guys come in and start like roughing up the place and harassing the, the waitress slash owner or whatever. <laughs> and then, OK, <laughs> and then he gets uh, like sets his coffee down, like gets up and like takes his jacket off basically to reveal that he has like this this button-up wife beater under suspenders like that's his top and i'm like that's a that's a look all right it's a, it's a henley uh wife beater and fishing waders yeah <laughs> yeah what is it people wearing fishing waders in, in this a lot show? of fishing waders in this movie yeah but uh but yeah the guy like pulls a you know butterfly down like hey what are you gonna do about it holmes and he like takes the knife away slaps him and like hands it back is like <laughs> Why don't, why don't you try that again buddy and then he like does it again and just keeps slapping the shit out of him and 
Yeah. Whoop a bunch of asses, tosses one dude out of the window. And uh, yeah, yeah, saves the day. And uh, we find out, I guess, the owner was like his sister. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sister. And, and I swear she looked like Rosario Dawson. But I'm like, no, she would have been like 10 when this movie was made. <laughs> Sushi, that's enough. Come on. Sushi, make yourself useful and eat a snake. <laughs> you have plenty of toys. Go play with the toy. I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking podcast. Right? right? God damn. Where's Sam Jackson at? I'm going to like take the bells away at this point because it's just become Sushi's board bells. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, then, uh, yeah, basically, yeah, the guys just, uh, you know, run off after they get their asses whooped. And uh, Tommy goes out and uh, basically commandeers their car and, uh, I don't know, starts doing a fucking slalom or whatever through the, I, I guess, the pillars for the, the train running directly above it. Like the yeah. the L train in Chicago or something. I don't know. They, they, they never really say what city this is in, right? No, no they don't. It's definitely got like a Chicago, yeah. New York, Barrio, whatever vibes. Yeah, yeah. Kind of what I got from it. But yeah, yeah he's uh he gets pulled over because you know he's just gunned through and like like I said going in and out of lanes and shit. Um, but then uh the the main cop Eddie he recognizes him like Tom what the hell are you doing here? He's like, uh, well, I can't come back home to be with my family and friends. I'm like, all right, I'm going to let you off with a warning, but don't pull none of that shit around here. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, cool, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also find out uh, that Ellen, you know, she got kidnapped, I, I guess, a week ago or whatever at this point. Uh, but he's uh, she's his ex- ex-girlfriend or something but yeah you know, he's like maybe he's all like yeah whatever i'm over no big deal i just i just came back to town to help you out and i don't know whatever um that's right then he goes to a, another bar and uh mike who's tending that bar it's bill fucking paxton yeah <laughs> <laughs> And he'd be like, oh man, it's probably just a quiet, subtle Bill Paxton. No, it's Bill Paxton. Like, <laughs> Full blown Bill Paxton with a drawn on gap in his front teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, he's he's doing the bartend thing and you know, dropping a little exposition here and there. But uh we're also introduced to another character we find out named McCoy. Uh just the lady that's down at the bar. Uh we find out she's like like a vet or something, like she's got the um it's not camo but what with um the jacket what oh uh like, yeah she she sort of got almost like a boiler suit like she, it's definitely like working class like yeah, she's sort of rosie I, the rivering it up yeah yeah i, I saw it was like like, like one of them jacket. like green soldier bomber jackets yeah 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 there we go and uh yeah basically they uh so <laughs> so it was something like uh bill paxton was giving her shit and so she basically just decks him. It was like, oh, yeah, you, you owe me like this money. You've been running up a tab, blah, blah, blah. She just fucking decks him, jumps behind the bar, grabs a bottle of tequila and heads off with Tom. It's like, oh, OK, these are our heroes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, they they drive off in that new stolen car. And uh, she's like, hey, you uh, you got a spare bed or something? And he's like wait well, well, well i'm not looking for anything like that and she's like yeah neither am i you're not my type i just need a place to stay for the night you know 
Uh, so then cut to her smoking pot on a couch, and I'm like, nice. <laughs> Bowls of fire. Thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see, uh, uh, what's his notes? Uh, Tom, he's like looking at like an old black and white photo of uh, Ellen Aim, and I'm like, wait, what year is this <laughs> supposed to take in? Is, is it a present day 1984 movie? Though everybody's like, a greaser from the 40s or something or 50s or yeah that photograph looks like it's from the 1860s or yeah. civil war era yeah we just watched bram stoker's dracula it's like mina's little like little cameo one or whatever <laughs> uh fantastic but um yeah oh yeah that's right he's like look at the picture and then they go to like a like a flashback of a of a music video <laughs> <laughs> like Ellen Ames like singing like she's there too but uh luckily that's cut off pretty short she's like all right fine I'll I'll go save Ellen then but I'm not doing it to get her back I'm just doing it to you know make sure uh I, I don't know someone makes it out of this neighborhood but if I'm gonna do it I have to meet with her manager that fish guy <laughs> Billy Fish oh that's right and like as he's he's like telling that to his sister but like as he's leaving he's like Oh yeah, by the way, there's a girl sleeping on the couch. Don't worry about her. She she's cool, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So then uh yeah, what happens from here? Yeah, the next uh next morning we see Tom. He like goes to a, a local mechanic and he basically pops the trunk. It's like full of like ammo and guns and grenades and shit, you know, like supernatural or something. <laughs> right. And uh he meets up with fish at the diner. And uh, basically, he's like, all right, I'll save Ellen, but it's going to cost you about 10 grand. And I'm also going to have to have you come along because you you know the battery, the part of town where they're from. And uh, I'll, I'll need a guide through there. And he's like, go suck an egg at first. But, you know, eventually Rick Moranis is like, all right, 10 grand sounds good. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, we're into that. And uh, McCoy wants in, of course. And she's like, hey, I'll do it for 10%. <laughs> and it's like, all right, that's $1,000. And you know <laughs> keeping with the theme of women being paid and change or whatever right Dave? Um, hey sushi sushi take him back out he really tried to get all this out of the system beforehand but god damn it <laughs> i guess only so much you can do in an hour right <laughs> <laughs> now it seems like the cats are behaving since you got the new dog right they at least shut the hell up right just looking at poe right now looking at me <laughs> Yeah, the only time they make any noise right now is like when the um when the dog gets, I don't know, within like five feet, they'll like do the little like hiss, like stay back. But yeah, that's about it. Oh, there's Cameron. Where you been hiding? Alrighty. Uh go we'll, we'll make your play. All right. So <laughs> sorry. No worries. Usually he's better than this. This is the worst he's been. Yeah. Mike. Oh, you're there. Sorry. Sorry, Mike. No worries. That's all right. So yeah, I guess the plan is uh, they're going to go to some place called Torchies that's uh, like an old factory or something that got shut down. And, uh, yeah, and it's the, the most... It's the battery uh, or... Yeah, yeah, the battery's the part of town, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, the most run-down uh, club in town. Rick Moranis used to book gigs there and Tilly just, uh, he did, he felt he might lose his life, but he's the only one who knows where it is. He's not in the gang, so he's got to go. Yes, but then we go to Torchies and there's a pretty sweet rockabilly band going and it's like yeah. jam-packed. And oh, like, but before that, they drive there in the stolen car and oh, Steve yeah. noted 
nobody uses the back seat. They all three cram in the front yeah. seat. And they get <laughs> no, <it's> weird. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure it's good for the camera angles and whatnot, but I was like, oh yeah, maybe the back seat's loaded with guns because they couldn't open the trunk or something. Oh no, right. back seat's open. We got a couple shots of it, like from overhead. Uh, and apparently it's like 500 miles away because when they get to the battery, it's like nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Well, and, and of course, one of my favorite parts at Torchy's here, we got a girl dancing on the counter who I think is Zool from Ghostbusters. <laughs> like, right? Like the super short hair. And uh, I mean, we we technically it's, see some boobs, but... <laughs> it's actually not, uh, it not the not person the from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, actually... It's actually Jennifer Beale's stunt double from Flashdance. Oh, yeah. Shoot, what is her name? Maureen Jahan. Yeah, yeah, she's a pretty famous one. That's right. Okay. All right. But yeah, she's uh, she's doing her thing. And uh, yeah, the Rockabilly band's, band's playing uh, One Bad Stud. And uh, we see Willem Dafoe walking around in fishing waders for some reason, like no shirt on. And... Uh, Ellen's all tied up on a bed and uh, he kind of like straddles over her and starts trying to kiss her and then he says some menacing shit like, hey, don't worry about it. Eventually you'll start kissing me and then we'll do the thing for a couple weeks and then I'll let you go. I'm yeah, not, but, I'm not looking for yeah, anything serious. Basically just be my girlfriend for a week and bang me and then uh, yeah, then I'll just like let you go. It'll be great. Basically the, the creepy Willem Dafoe version of I want you, and I'm going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. But, uh, yeah, then uh, we see them kind of, like, go, going around torches, or I guess they're near it, and they they run into this uh, this homeless guy, apparently Ed Begley Jr., and he uh, gives them, like, some info on how they can get into torches without going through the front door or something. And uh, Yeah. And then, yeah, basically, uh, Tom tells Fish, like, hey, take the car and come back in 15 minutes on the dot. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. McCoy goes in through the front door and, like, I, I don't know. She, like, runs into, like, one of the, the gang guys and he's like, hey, why don't you come upstairs with me? Like, All right. Yeah, let's. I'm looking for some action. And uh, just when he's about to, you know, turn the tables and, uh, you know, <laughs> become slightly aggressive, as my wife might say. <laughs> She pulls out a gun and is like, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, basically she uh uh forced him to like take her to the card game where like uh Willem Defoe or sorry, Raven and Willem Defoe. Yeah. Uh in, in a gang or you know, just playing cards or whatever. And uh Tom like busts in and he that's right, he sees like Ellen like tied up in like one of the windows or whatever. So then he yeah. starts shooting <laughs> shooting uh from like I don't know, a third story roof down at guys riding on bikes and with a shotgun. And apparently this causes bikes to just fucking explode. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, one bike exploding. Nope, he keeps firing. Boom, another one. Boom, another one. Boom, some sliding into others. Bah! Oh, fuck. All kinds of explosions. Awesome. <laughs> and uh with this distraction he basically just like goes in through like one of the windows or whatever cuts ellen free three yeah. ellen free hello buddy i know there are cats go do something else i know i'd wish they'd play with you a little bit too but they don't want to but we'll beat the shit out of you though 
Fuck around, find out. Her. Oh, Cherry Sushi. Bury your head in shame. That's right. Uh, but yeah, then uh, yeah, all three of them meet up. Uh, Tom, Ellen, and McCoy, and they leave. And yeah, just as like Fish pulls up in the car, they all jump in. But uh, yeah, they like go a little bit, and then Tom like stays behind, like, "Hey, I'll hold him off," and you know, blah blah blah. He fights a bunch of dudes and just like starts like shotgun whipping a bunch of them, just like what what in the face every time. Like he hits some gas barrels with his gun, so there's like gas leaking everywhere. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it causes like a big circle of fire, and uh, and then that's when like Willem Dafoe shows up in his fishing waders again. He's like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> He's like, oh, "Blah blah blah." He's like, "Well, fine, leave." But I'm coming for her and for you too. And then uh yeah, I think I think Tom like rides off on a motorcycle or something like that. <laughs> I know, right? I'm so sorry, Michael. He's been so much better. Tonight's like <laughs> the worst he's been behaved. Yeah. So uh meanwhile, Fish is like uh talking to Ellen. And he's like, Well, you know, Tom's only doing this because he's getting paid, right? He's gonna get 10 grand for me for saving you. So you're welcome, you know, that kind of shit. And uh they all meet up and they gotta like hide the car, they ditch it in a parking lot or whatever. Um, I don't know. Ellen talks with Tommy and there's drama, who gives a shit, skip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be a man's film. Why do we right? have this talking bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> straight jacket homie though um <laughs> this where I, I i guess i had missed before where they had mentioned fish was the boyfriend because yeah i was like wait she's going with rick moranis good for him yeah. you know <laughs> but no not really um <laughs> so then okay, okay and there's a weird scene where it's like i thought it like cut to the next gig because it was like her with like backup singers and stuff and like all these neon things behind her and i'm like Oh, are they already doing another show like that night? Apparently. Look, the uh, show must go on, babe. Yeah, look, look, she looked like she was in a music video that was like directed by Joel Schumacher or something. Like it was <laughs> like, what's what's going on here? And it was the song uh Sorcerer or something. Yeah. And and then it cut back to them like still escaping, and it's like, oh, okay, well then what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. They're playing <laughs> it's a music video. Yeah, <laughs> it's a music video that they're like playing at a bar. I guess she's done music videos. Oh, okay, okay, all right, all right, that makes sense. In this fifties, eighties, eighteen sixties apocalypse, <laughs> a timeless tale, as you might say, <laughs> a rock and roll fable. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so they're outside and they're like looking. You know, they just ditched the car, so like, all right, how are we going to get out of here? Uh, luckily, someone pulls up with a bus. And it's like, hey, you honkies need a ride? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we do. Clack, clack. Uh, basically force himself onto the bus. And and McCoy, uh, McCoy's the driver now. And it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess she's, she's the driver getaway person now. That's how she's yeah. going to earn her a thousand bucks. All right. Uh, so yeah, we're introduced to the uh, the Sorrells, a little four-piece. Uh, it seems to be like a little doo-wop R&B group. Uh, and like I said, it's like Robert Townsend, Grandel Bush, McKelty Williamson, Stoney Jackson real who's who yeah and uh yeah I, I don't know i guess they drive like two or three miles and then they have to change a tire because <laughs> they're like stopped in changing a tire or something and i'm like 
that has to happen in every uh film they have to have a tire go out and fix it yeah yeah i guess just to get exposition out oh by the way they picked up some rando chick (laughs) i i have no idea why (laughs) she was like a fan of ellen's yeah but yeah i guess it was like all right you're coming with us otherwise like you know willem dafoe might talk to her and find out where we're headed or something i i don't know but yeah she's she she was just kind of there. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> and uh, we got the Sorrells singing a song on the bus when they're back on a countdown to love. Pretty sweet little Oxfellaga number. At first, I thought it was a TV ad the way like because they were like doing numbers and stuff. It sounded like a phone number. Call JG Wentworth. Eight seven seven cash now. <laughs> but uh oh, what's that up ahead? It's a roadblock. Oh shit! Um, and so then they're like, "All right, cool. We're gonna hide in the back here." Uh, Fish, you poses the Sorrells manager. See if you can tell them you're do- doing something other part of town. It'll be it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> and the cops, you know, they show up and they're basically like, "Hey, uh, you know, you know what's happening over in the the battery or whatever." Some asshole started blowing up every motorcycle in a 10 mile radius, and you know, it's on oh, fire oh, now. No, no, come on, let's go outside. One moment. <laughs> Doggy yeah, is about oh, ready to make a poop yep. poop. Yep. Dog actually pooped. One moment. Poops of fire. fire. This is my life now. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it's every moment of every day, it's, I don't know, somehow even more than that. Well, I I mean it, it'll get better once the dog gets older. It's just it's in that period. I mean, I like to think so. No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like at the very least it'll just get bigger. <laughs> You'd right. think the twenty-seven times I took him out before he would have gone to the bathroom. Oh well, all right. Uh, so yeah, we're sort of the roadblock. Uh, and the cops are uh, getting a little greedy. They're like, uh, yeah, like fish like, posing to their managers, like, eh, fine, here's a couple hundred bucks. Can we move this along? And they're like, you were awfully quick to offer us money. Usually we got to, you know, force ourselves on people. Uh, all right, everybody out of the bus. And then uh, Tom Cody like pops up right next to him and is like, no, nah, I don't think so, homie. Why don't you uh, walk out real slow like and we're just going to get out of here. <laughs> and then. Yeah, we get a nice little scene where you know he fires at the cop cars, and of course the cop cars are apparently made out of the same C4 as the bikes because they just fucking explode. <laughs> and uh yeah, he just like rams through all of them in the bus. Um yeah, the cops are like calling in uh code 99 for a full blockade on downtown or you know, whatever was oh the Richmond. Was that 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 was that was the town of this, right? Yeah. I th- I think that was a. Uh, yeah, the Richmond was like where the where the good guys are from and the batteries were willing is. That's right. Anyway, they're, they're called full blockades. Nobody, nobody uses the streets, blah, blah, blah. So they instantly dump the bus and hop on the train. And I'm like, the train would be the easiest to keep track of, I would think. But, you know, we get a whole scene of, uh, I don't know, Ellen sitting with fish and like trying to get a rise out of Tom. But, uh, you know, he's just kind of like a whatever. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, like, morning rolls around, and they, like, take Ellen to the police station. And, okay, this scene was a little weird, because it was, like, you know, like, walking her to the police station, like, everyone in town is, like, 
walking behind him, like joining him, like it's a music video, and they're about to sing back up. Hey, buddy, what the fuck? This is seriously the worst he's been. I swear, Mike, he's usually a really good dog. <laughs> this film just brought it out in him. I, apparently, he is just riled up about Streets of Fire, man. I'm actually fairly sure he slept through Streets of Fire. Maybe that's Stop. why he's so angry. Stop barking at no one. Thank you. Sushi. Sushi. That's enough. Leave it. You going to challenge me? Is that really what you want? <laughs> Alrighty. So, yeah, so they get the police station. The whole town's there behind them. And uh, Ellen and Fish, I don't know, they're basically just like, yeah, we we saved her from you know uh, the bombers or you know Willem Dafoe's group, and uh, I guess we're just gonna leave town. Fuck this place! <laughs> and the cops are just like, "Cool, what the fuck do you want us to do?" <laughs> I don't know. It's just like a weird scene. Like, okay, sure, why not? So you're pressing charges, or what's going on here? And then uh, like one bomber guy like rolls up like in the the crowd outside as they're leaving. And he's basically like, hey, uh, hey, Tom, uh, Raven wants a, or, oh, no, that's right. He's talking to Fish or whatever. It was like, or no, the cop. That's right. It was the the the, the chief or whatever he was talking. He was like, hey, uh, Raven just wants Cody. And then, uh, you know, we need to fight a man to man. And then there's no more trouble from us. You have our word. And it's like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll let him know kind of a thing. Uh, meanwhile, we cut across town and, I don't know. Tom's pouting at a diner at the diner, and I and as I read that, wait, did he not get paid before uh, Fish left town? Because he right? should get that money. Get that. Money. <laughs> That's right. Don't forget to get the, get the money. <laughs> right. And then, uh, yeah, his uh, his sister Rosario Dawson basically uh, she gives a whole speech about you got to fight for something and blah blah blah. I don't know. And then, uh, yeah, the the chief Eddie or whatever he. Uh, walks up and he's like hey uh hey tom so here's the deal i want you to leave town like tonight because uh willow wants to fight you like here in the streets and i don't want that shit here so take it take it down the road (laughs) be on that next train uh so of course instead of going on that next train he goes to see ellen uh you know and fish they're like in a hotel room or something and fish is like yeah i know why you're here here's your 10 grand (laughs) <laughs> and he starts like talking shit i don't know whatever and tom basically uh dumps ellen and is like you know what you keep the nine grand you keep the other nine grand i'm t- just taking the thousand dollars i promised mccoy and uh <laughs> like how fish is basically like you see that that's why he's not gonna get anywhere he, he doesn't he forgot to take the money with him you know oh. blah 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 <laughs> stupid and i'm like yeah really stupid <laughs> <laughs> then of course ellen's like you're right he is stupid and i can change him i don't know it goes running off after him and i'm like uh oh, stupid <laughs> so dumb yeah so yeah they run out uh, she runs outside and uh she's like oh Tom, blah 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 and they're like kissing in the rain and it cuts to like post-coital glistening on the bed i'm like did, did, did they just pop right out of the shower into the bed i don't know what's going on here yeah. <laughs> no, Steve, it's uh, you know, afterwards. It was the heat all sweaty. Yeah. Sheets of fire. 
Yeah. <laughs> Start a small brush fire in these sheets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, after that, uh, he, uh, he gives McCoy the money. And I don't know. They talk about Ella for some reason. I don't know. Um, but he's Well, like, they kind of hey. made up because uh, Tom and McCoy got into a fight earlier. Oh, yeah. They had a little falling out, but it's like, hey, here's $1,000. And I'm sorry. We should have treated you a little better. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> he's like, cool, because I need your help tonight. And, and then, like, they cut to, like, I guess they were taking a train out of town. Yeah. And, uh, okay. So it's, sorry it's tom and ellen and mccoy and uh they're like getting to like one stop and uh tom's like standing up and ellen's like wait this isn't our stop whatever and he just fucking decks her like yeah like lights out and she like falls on mccoy and he's like all right like we said you take her to the end of the line i'm gonna head back to uh richmond or whatever and uh, i'm gonna face raven and she's like all right cool but he like apparently can't tra- take the train back because I don't know uh, Raven set the tracks on fire so no one could come into the Richmond. Uh, okay. <laughs> tracks and, uh, of fire. Yeah. <laughs> Trains of fire. <laughs> Again, not a song in this. Movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So he, uh, I don't know the bombers are like going crazy and yeah yeah they're totally just stealing off the place and then we get that uh bluesy surfer riff from pulp fiction basically and i'm like wait what the fuck (laughs) you know the scene where uh vincent vega's uh preparing his hair on yeah it's that right uh but yeah raven shows up in the morning and uh uh yeah the chief's there and he's like you left town already you ain't got no fight here and uh then uh green goblin i'm sorry uh raven he uh pulls out a little air horn sounds it off and then there's like i don't know 40 bikers or whatever just kind of like showing up and ambushing the place and uh billy fish he like runs up and he's like hey get the hell out of here you know you guys you guys got no class blah 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 he gets knocked the fuck out yeah Uh, (laughs) And then uh, Tom shows up and he's like, hey, Raven, want to fight? <laughs> he does his best Bronson. I don't know. It's like, hey, buddy. <laughs> you want to fight? Uh, and yeah, the chief, he's like w- walking past uh, Tom. And he's like, kick his ass. They know, get some they, like pickaxes and they start fighting with him. Yeah, they, 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 they as I have written down hammer time because it's like these, yeah, pick. Like the hammer on one side, pick on the other, and they're like cling, cling, like sword fighting with them. <laughs> and yeah, eventually, like one of them gets like disarmed or whatever. And I don't know, Raven goes like full green goblin, like halfway through the fight when he's getting beat up. He's like, cling, cling, cling. and then they like throw the 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 hammers away and they start fist fighting. Yeah. And, I don't know. There's a scene where like Raven falls next to a hammer and like, okay, cool. This is where he's gonna grab it and swing it and like you know, really fuck up uh Tom. Nope. nope. <laughs> Instead, uh, I don't know, all the bombers they just like bail, like, hey, roll out. And they like throw Raven on the back of one of the bikes and drive off. And then we cut to the Sorrell's new music video of I can dream about you. 
probably the one song i actually knew from this uh from this movie that's like oh i thought that was like a billy ocean song or something <laughs> it's uh by dan hartman dan hartman yeah <clears throat> it sounds like a hollow notes song yeah <laughs> it's not phil's brother is it no yeah okay he's <laughs> just a popular name steve come on uh <laughs> But anyway, yeah, we find out uh, Fish is the, the Sorrell's manager now, so he's doing okay. Oh, and he's still Ellen's manager, too. Oh, okay. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's the last time uh, she saw Tom, it was his fist going into her eye. Uh, that, yeah. that makes sense. They're not a thing anymore. Right? Uh, I mean, that would be why I would drop drop somebody as a lover. Yeah, right? Uh, you, know, you dropped me on a train so i'm dropping you <laughs> the, the last thing i remember is hating you yeah no. uh tom and ellen uh yeah they they chat and they even have a little kiss and he just kind of leaves and uh, i don't know e- ellen comes out and her and the sorrel sing tonight is what it means to be young and yeah we got like a full like seven or eight Ooh, minute like yeah. <laughs> full concert with this one as we see like uh mccoy picking up uh tom and her new car you know the car that got bailed in a parking lot earlier that week and you know yeah and uh yeah we get a whole rehash of the yeah don't worry don't worry champion not my type as they drive off rolling credits swaying music guys that street's a fire mike what'd you think i thought that stuff was hot fire yeah <laughs> it's you, like dylan i thought it was it was really good i enjoyed it but i don't know it feels like i felt like something was missing and i don't know what like i can't just i can't pinpoint it Dinosaurs? it just like needed i don't know if it just needed some fine tuning or honing or what but yeah no i like i dig it i i dig the world that it's set in i dig the characters I don't know if I dig the motivations. Maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we think about like, oh, who, who's the hero in this movie? It's like, oh yeah, it's the guy that was, uh, you know, knocking out his girlfriend and you know, yeah. <laughs> stealing cars and uh, yeah. causing, I don't know, a, an entire city to burn down. <laughs> yeah, but I, I guys, I I loved it. It was uh, basically like a very you know, Walter Hill movie, like Warriors or whatever, but with a banging soundtrack yeah i mean teenage diane lane come on right <laughs> baby face willem dafoe if yeah. there's such a thing <laughs> back when he was just a baby gargoyle no I don't. <laughs> yeah when they first yeah when they first showed him i thought it was michael shannon at first this is before i knew william dafoe was in the movie yeah. i can see that yeah yeah definitely yeah young michael shannon like uh was it like revolutionary road was like one of the first movies i remember him being in (laughs) yeah i could see it but yeah i uh i i recommend it (laughs) yeah definitely highly recommend yeah definitely check out the soundtrack too like i said like a couple of the ones you were like the the tonight is uh what it means to be young i was like yeah that's a beatloaf song too (laughs) that's what it means to be young uh yeah on that note i guess we'll take a quick commercial break (gasps) Oh, when we come back, mm-hmm. we have more beer, <gasps> fun facts, and what we learned from Streets of Fire. There's so many podcasts out there. How do I find the one for me? 
For so long, I've searched for podcasts all over, but none of them seem to fit my needs. Where's my Nick Cage pissing fire podcast? Where's my monkey tickling? I couldn't find it anywhere until I found everything I learned from movies podcast with Steve Nizzy. And now I get to hear about all the monkey tickling I want, baby. So many podcasts out there are all talk and no Congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. Greatest living actor? Nicolas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous boobies? Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. See if everything I learned from movies is right for you at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. Free on all the major podcatchers. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we... I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is... On Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't the same. You tried. Hey, I heard you like movies. I heard you like to hustle. I heard you like podcasts. Well, guess what? There's a podcast for you out there called The Home Video Hustle. Damn right. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I put a bunch of movies in a bag, and PJ picks one out at random. And then we just watch it. We talk about it for maybe like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Whatever we feel like doing, wherever the conversation leads us. But do we actually talk about the movie? Most of the time. Ah. Tangents galore. Yes. So believe me, we may be a movie podcast, but it's not always about movies. We might talk about video games. Mm-hmm. Music. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the big one, music. Uh, sometimes we might get a little bit of politicalness in there. Yes. Sometimes we may just, all we know we like to do, we like to tell stories, please. Yeah, yes. I am the master storyteller <laughs> yes. of the podcast realm. <laughs> Undefeated. So if you like to hear about movies, video games, whatever foolishness comes to our mind, the most random stuff you can think of, check out the Home Video Hustle. You can find us on the Stitchers. Yes. The Google Play. Yes. Apple Podcasts. What else? Podbean. What else? Podcast Addict. Goddamn. All that. Ain't no reason you can't get your hustle on. We everywhere. Worldwide, baby. Hustle motherfucking hustle. Hey, we can't cuss in the promo, PJ. Ah. We gotta be family friendly. There may be podcasts out there that don't want his hair to say, Ah. Yeah, good fun stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> you. <laughs> no, don't, don't run the listeners away, Pete. Ah, I'm sorry. But this is going kind of long. Yes. So we'll end this and say, hey, check out the Home Video Hustle every Friday on all the various podcast outlets. Peace. Peace. This is Eric Avari, and you are listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. They get better every week. <laughs> oh, babe, I don't know about you. I'm a little thirsty. Oh, I'm a little sober. 
It's as if I were walking down the streets of fire. <gasps> um, let's see. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, from Roosters Brewing, specifically their B Street location in hey. Utah. Eh? Uh, it is a nice quart can, nice little three two ounce <laughs> can of uh, chocolate stout. Yeah. 5% alcohol by volume. Fuck yeah. All right. All right. Careful pickles. And uh, some hair on here. Uh, my top. Oh, it's top. Nice. Mm. And the poor. Yeah. We got a crowler, baby. Beautiful black colored beer with ruby highlights. Has a gorgeous khaki colored head with lots of very fine bubbles. Very fine bubbles make me happy. Oh, it smells definitely get some like roasty grains. Oh, yeah. Some dark Ooh. chocolate. A little bit of coffee notes on there. Steve's gone in for the sip. Yeah, definitely getting a little more uh, coffee and yeah, the other roasty notes than than chocolate, but. Another sip here. Yeah, it's very dry, surprisingly dry. Like mm -hmm. I would, I would definitely call this more of a coffee stout without the coffee. Yeah, pretty much. Like yeah, a little bit of, I guess what could be cocoa or something. But yeah, I'm getting more coffee yeah. and stuff off it myself. It is delightful though. If you like dark roasty beers, this is your beverage. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend go to uh, Roosters B Street uh, Tap Room as well, and they allow dogs on the patio. Yeah. We took sushi for his first brewery the other day. Mm -hmm. After puppy's first dog park and puppy's first day at the river. This is a busy day. Spoiler alert, he was passed out, kind of like he is now after being a little <laughs> shit for the first 45 minutes or so of this podcast. <laughs> I guess he uh he's I'm literally, literally taking now. a shit. <laughs> I took him out. You guys heard me take him out. Yo, many times. <laughs> yeah uh pet ownership am i right it's just at the adolescent stage sure well uh would either of you be interested in any fun facts i don't know are they super fun facts because they're fun fun facts well i like to think so <laughs> <laughs> all right rotten tomatoes mike what do you think the critics thought of streets of fire uh i'm gonna say that they probably didn't like the violence of this film uh i'll probably say it's like 45 percent okay is he oh yeah i don't i don't think the critics got this movie i'm gonna say 22 percent lady and gentlemen this is certified fresh at 67 percent with the critics 70 percent with the audience excellent i'm happy to be wrong yeah yep. uh however 14.5 million dollar budget worldwide gross of <gasps> 8.1, so it was a floppity flop flop flop. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, according to Walter Hill, uh, the film's origins came out of a desire to make what he thought was a perfect film when he was a teenager <laughs> and put in all of the things that he thought were, quote, great then and which I still have great affection for. Custom cars, kissing in the rain, neon, trains in the night, high-speed pursuit, rumbles, rock stars, motorcycles, jokes in tough situations, leather jackets, and questions of honor. I would all say right. success. Yeah. <laughs> all that and more. Uh, this was intended to be the first in a trilogy of action films starring Michael Paré as Tom Cody. 
Oh my. However, its failure at the box office, it put that to an end. Uh, what do you guys think the names of the other sequels would have been? You know, Streets of Fire, like uh, Streets of Rage. Oh shit! <laughs> Streets of Fighter <laughs> Champions oh. Edition. No, <laughs> So it's yeah. basically like Double Dragon the movie. <laughs> well, they just continued the uh, the like fire theme and been like a streets of fire, like I don't know, forest of fire, bridges of fire. <laughs> oh, streets of ice, and then it's like oh. shot in Vancouver or something. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what could have been. I guess uh, the character of Ellen Aim was written as a twenty-eight-year-old woman. But when Diane Le- Re- Diane Lane read for the part, she was 18. All right. Already. <laughs> she got it. <laughs> uh, because many of the actors were young enough to be subjected to child labor laws. Oh, okay, now I'm curious how old like Willem Dafoe was. Uh, <laughs> most of the night scenes were shot during the day with the set under a tarp. That cost $1.2 million for all the tarps Jesus. and the setup and everything. Oh, yeah, there's 10% of the budget right there. <laughs> oh, shit, here's another uh, chunk of the budget, I'm sure. Uh, James Horner wrote three different original scores for this film before he ultimately left the project uh, in favor of director Walter Hill's preferred composer, Ry Cooter. Oh. So, yeah. Rock and roll fable, baby. <laughs> Uh, let's see, an early incarnation of the screenplay was offered to Paul McCartney. That's right, Brendan's doppelganger. <laughs> oh. Uh, whom, whom the producers had learned was interested in playing a role in a dramatic motion picture. Uh, however, when uh, McCartney passed on the film, he decided to t- star in his own screenplay, Give My Regards to Broad Street, which nobody remembers. Oh, and, I, I do, unfortunately. Oh, is it a canon film? No, I don't know. <laughs> right? No, it's a very bad um, musical film. Oh. <laughs> Maybe next year. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Or not. Um, and so, yeah, the role of the kidnapped rock star was rewritten and Diane Lane was cast in the part. Oh, shit. He would have been the, the kidnappy. Okay. I thought he, they were like going to have McCartney as like the Tom Cody or whatever. Oh, that would have been badass. Oh, right? shit. Okay, we got Paul McCartney as Tom Cody. We got Mick Jagger as Raven. <gasps> uh, shit. Uh, Pat Benatar as Ellen Aim. Yeah, yes, I mean, okay. Oh. Yeah, right, right, we got Benatar. Uh, Billy Fish is uh, David Bowie. No, I don't <laughs> Billy Fish is Meatloaf. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, McCoy is uh, Joan Jet. So, <laughs> oh no, it it would have been Debbie Harry. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> but we reached the most important part. What did we learn from Streets of Fire? Wait, we were supposed to learn something. I mean, it's a rock and roll fable. You got to have a moral to the story, right? Yeah. Uh, Mike, what wh- what did you glean from this nugget? Well, I kind of learned that Rick Moranis could be Dick Moranis if you give him the right part. <laughs> uh, that he he should come back like being a Tarantino movie <laughs> just for like one more time, you know? Yes! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> How about you, Ben? Oh, um, 
I mean, I learned apparently lesbians are the best drivers and getaway guys. <laughs> I mean, it's cliche for a reason, I guess. Yeah. And they work for 10%, so. Right. <laughs> um, I learned uh, apparently all cars in this world are made out of C4 or something. <laughs> yeah. Damn, they explode. <laughs> and uh, also, if you want to win over your rock star girlfriend, all you gotta do is save her by decking her in the face yeah and getting her to safety sorry that was very important that i i shortened the, the uh pause between those two parts <laughs> uh, well michael thank you so much for joining us here on everything i learned from movies um i understand you're also on other podcasts is this true uh yes uh sometimes i appear on the superiority complex Ooh, we know those guys yeah. You may have heard their promo of uh being your new favorite podcast since we're obviously your favorite right now, but they grow on you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh can we find you on the social medias anywhere or uh you can find me at Twitter at Michael Bagford. I post an album a day. I'll post about my podcast appearances. So I'll just post thoughts about what's going on uh maybe what canon film i watched recently uh just go and check it out yeah uh are you on social media at all i am you can find me everywhere at untidy venus it's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping i'm on all the social medias at untidy venus you can find my goods and wares for sale over at untidyvenus.etsy.com but etsy's been taking like 60 percent of my sales lately so go ahead and just hit me up on social media if there's something you want and i can get you a much better deal because i had to raise my prices significantly just to not owe etsy money um <laughs> yeah uh, you can also join me on my patreon at untidy venus um yeah come check it out we got the sticker of the month club all kinds of good stuff going on yeah yeah and of course you can find us on all the major podcatchers under everything i learned from movies or hit us up directly on twitter facebook and patreon at eilf movies that's everything i learned from movies uh, so yeah i guess until next time i'm steve and i'm izzy i'm mike and this is Everything I learned from movies. Have a good night, everybody. Give him here your money, or I'm gonna give him your money. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go kill this guy. Jennifer!